Hello. Hi. And welcome back to another episode of Break Room Banter. It is the 100th episode of the Hairstylist Adjacent Podcast. Where each week... Two friends... For 100 times in a row... Have broke down their weeks in the break room. (laughs) (laughs) For 100 weeks in a row, we have not gotten this... (laughs) 100 weeks in a row, we have messed up our intro... Um, um, have we ever done it in one take? I don't think so. Yeah, we totally have. We absolutely have. I don't think we were recording that time. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably one of those times we forgot to press record. <laughs> Mother lover. Um, this episode, we are going to talk about the ups and downs of the first 100 episodes. Yeah, um, we go over... The our favorite guest are some crazy situations we've had. We go over our least favorite guest. Our least favorite guest. We go over um, our relationship in real life. What's it really like? Mm-hmm. We talk about personal all of growth. our fights that we've had. All of the fights. That one time I punched you. Mm-hmm. I, she had, sent me to the ER. I had yeah. a black eye. We had to skip for four weeks of recording. You know, whenever we went went missing for yeah. a little while last year. That was when it happened. That was actually um, a clone I had standing in for me, Hunter, all summer in those weird conspiracy theory episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, um, we hope you guys enjoy this episode. Uh, it's our 100th episode. It is. Erica got us these silky PJs. Yay! We have silky jammies. I have on my chicken socks from my friend Emily. I've got on Under Armour socks that I bought at Walmart. Um, we have gigantic i don't like these are not in the on the camera you can't i don't know if you can see the exact scale of them but they're literally the size of me they're huge i bought them on amazon and then took them to party city today to have them filled up and she pulled them out of the bag and was like oh these are really big (laughs) these are really big well i told her she should have told her it was for our 100 million subscriber party yeah well the girl at first asked me if somebody was turning a hundred yes me (laughs) (laughs) my soul anyway we hope you guys enjoyed this episode um we'll see you there now also have some chocolate covered white strawberries i found them and thought we needed them um so first things first i want to talk about i don't i think we talked about this on the podcast before but for those of you that don't know last year um hunter and bradley went to new york and not only did we have a podcast ad in Times Square, which was super cool. But Hunter ran into a psychic lady who kind of, like, not attacked him, but, like, came at him full force with a prophecy of sorts, um, saying that Hunter's name would be known worldwide. She asked him if a a redhead meant anything and told him to keep doing what you're doing. So that's my version of the story. I want you to tell the story though, like an actual story because literally everything this lady said 
happened this year. It was actually quite insane. Yeah. Because I am not, like, not the one to go to a psychic. Like, my friend Skylar tried to get me to go to a witchy store, and I was like, mm, probably not. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. Um, But she literally, I was standing outside of a CVS in New York City, and she just literally ran up to me. And was like, I don't normally do this, but I'm a shaman. I haven't done this in a very, very, very long time. And she was like, but your aura just, like, kicked me on my ass. And I was like, okay. Like, just kind of, I was alone. Mm -hmm. Everybody else was inside the CVS. And she was just like, can I give you a reading? And I, all I was sitting there thinking, like, this lady is going to take all my money. <laughs> That's all I could think. Well, she gave me this reading, and she was like, do you know a redhead? Does that mean anything to you, a redhead? Mm -hmm. And I was like, mm, maybe, yeah, like, it could be relevant, mm -hmm. trying to, you know, not give her too much. And <clears throat> she asked about a microphone, and then she asked about a couple other things that she asked, like, really lined up. Yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I'm listening. What do you have to say? And she said that my name was going to be known around the world. Mm -hmm. um, she said people in all countries are going to see my work. Mm -hmm. um, and that everything I pursue will be successful. Which pretty much everything happened. Like I said, 30 under 30. Yeah. Big photo shoots. Mm hmm. Big things popping. The photo shoots were in international magazines. Uh -huh. And then, yeah, everything happened. That's pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty freaking cool. I don't know. I just thought it would be cool to start off with that because how often do people just walk up to you and say stuff like that, first of all? Like, it's one thing if you are going looking for it, and then sometimes I feel like you get some generic. And, you response. know, I kind of, like, forgot about it ever since. Yeah. But then every time something would happen, Erica was like... The psychic lady the called psychic it! The psychic lady said that. Yeah. Or, like, it was something crazy. And I was like, well, yeah, she did. Yeah. That's really crazy. But, yeah. I love it. Okay, so next I want to talk about our peaks and our pits for this podcast for the last year. Because we didn't really do, like, a wrap-up for last year. Mm -mm. So this will launch, I think, in February, but... Yeah, and you five know, more weeks. Five more weeks. From today. From today. Day, recording day. Okay, so peak. Mm -hmm. I would say the peak for me is getting to talk to a lot of my idols mm -hmm. that I never would have thought would have given me the time of day. Yeah. But then I send them a message and they're like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. I'm like, are you sure? Okay. Are you sure? You want to take a listen first? <laughs> yeah. Um. So that is my peak, and just like getting to build those connections because after mm -hmm. they come on the podcast, we'll be connected and like platonic on the internet via social media. Are, I was trying to think of that word. Platonic. No, parasocial. Parasocial. Parasocial friends. Pseudo social. I don't I know. I think it's parasocial. I don't know. 
parasocial relationships where you are really friend like friends on the internet, but you've never met in the real life. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I listened to a podcast about it. <laughs> um, that's my peak. What's yeah. yours? I would say my peak for me has been um yeah, probably similar to that. You and I kind of come at this from different angles here. And for me, it's been talking to people who I do look up to in the industry, but like getting over that fear, I would say, like feeling insignificant and like they don't want to talk to me. Who are we? Like blah, blah, blah. And then nine times out of 10, 98 times out of a hundred, we've had really great experiences with these podcast or with these people. Um, and they've been nothing but sweet and kind and gracious and wonderful. So I, for me, I would say that is probably my peak. I love it. Yeah. And we're going to, are we going to talk about the 98 episode? We'll talk about it. There's it's down here. Okay. Um, Okay, so, and this I want to ask you, because for those of you that don't know, if you haven't listened to the podcast since the very beginning, Hunter started the podcast out with someone else, and then I came along, I don't know, six months in or something Yeah, like about that. six months in, because we've done it for about a year and a half yeah. together. So, and we have kind of tested out different angles and stuff for this podcast, but what, when you... When this was an idea in your brain, just idea and up there, what was your inspir what inspired you to start a podcast about hair? Um, well, it was quite a bit selfish, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Because I have aspirations to be very successful. Yes. And I saw all these super successful people and I kept getting discouraged at like, why did they get this and I don't get this? Mm -hmm. And I was just kept thinking over and over. I was driving back from Chicago okay, with Bradley and Bradley had fallen asleep. And I was having those feelings of jealousy and thinking like, well, why did they get, how did they get there? Then? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, obviously they've done something. Yeah. To get there. I'm being irrational here. I'm mm -hmm. being a little Gen Z-ish. <laughs> wanting things handed to wanting me. Wanting things for free. And so checked myself and I was like, okay, well, how do I, how can I talk to people and figure out how they got there? Yeah. And I thought about a podcast and I just so happened to be watching my friend, uh, Anna mm -hmm. teach a class on Facebook Live. Yeah. At the exact time that I was having all these thoughts and mm -hmm. feelings. And I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. Um, and I was like, I like her voice. Mm -hmm. And so I knew I couldn't do it alone because I knew that I, there wouldn't be guests at first. But that was the goal. Yeah. Was to have these stylists that have reached the peak of their career or on the way to the peak of their career. And just talk with them like we're in the break room mm -hmm. and share with everyone that they didn't just get that success overnight. They yeah. did have to work for it. And these are the steps that they took and they're willing to share. And look how amazing that the, these people 
aren't gatekeeping and they're sharing their secret to success, if you will. I like it. That's, I mean, pretty much what we what we do here in it's, the break room. <laughs> it has evolved into the original idea. It has. Finally. Okay. Um, now, next question is actually a like listener question. Okay. And it's clearly for you because this has nothing to do with me whatsoever. So, Hunty, how do you balance being a hairstylist in the salon and traveling and doing hair for editorial shoots? Um, I don't. I just say yes, and then I figure out how to, how make, it. to make it work. Yeah. Um, I think Bradley and I have a really solid relationship. Mm -hmm. And if that weren't, like, if my home life and my, like, personal self weren't at a 100 at all times, yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. So, I, if that, I guess that's the answer. Is Bradley? Like, Bradley, yeah. Having him, <laughs> and then also, like, if I didn't have him, like, if I were single, having my home life be right and, yeah. like, my personal mental health, that's, if that wasn't right, I'd be screwed. Because I yeah. say yes to everything, and then I just kind of figure out where it fits into a schedule. And then from there, Bradley and I work out when we're going to have our time. Yeah. And our time, more times than not, we're both very happy being at home on the couch watching two separate things. Just like, next to each other. Just next to each other yeah. in the same room. So sometimes, a lot of times, that's what it is. Mm hmm but you are good at that. I mean, like, I'll be here after the podcast sometimes, and you're like, okay, it's family time. Like, I got to go hang out with Bradley, you know, which is good. So um, the next one is, what's the most challenging part of being a hairstylist that people don't talk about? I've been talking a lot. I want you to answer that. I would say that my – the part about being a hairstylist that people don't realize can be hard I would say, honestly, is dealing with people. <laughs> you know, most of us are, like, artistically inclined, so that part tends to come easy. I mean, I think there's techniques and color theory and things like that you need to know, but the hard part, at least for myself, like, I'm good with people. I can talk to anyone, but, like, um, sometimes the heaviness of those clients that can't be pleased and learning that that has so much nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and learning how to set boundaries. I think that's the hardest part. Learning how to set boundaries. Like, like the interpersonal interactions, I guess, because not mm -hmm. every client is going to be your favorite client. I have something similar but a little bit different. So yeah. since that's the case, I'm going to share mine too. Go for it. I think the most difficult for me that people don't talk about is building a relationship with someone and letting your walls down and realizing that this is a business transaction for everyone involved. Like, yes, yeah. they may be friendly to you. They may be like kikiing it up at their hair mm -hmm. appointment. But at the end of the day, if you screw it up one too many times, they're going to find somebody else. Yeah, that's true. And it is what it is. It has nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. But it, at the end of the day, it is a business transaction. And to make sure that you're able to separate. The part that's hard is being able to separate. 
the personal relationship from the business transaction that it actually is. That's true. That's very valid. I agree. Because, yeah, sometimes you get friendly with your clients and then you can get your feelers hurt sometimes. A lot of times. Yeah. If you're not too careful. That's true. Let me see. What does y'all's relationship really look like working at the salon together and doing the podcast together? It looks exactly like what you see on camera. <laughs> yeah. It like genuinely does. Um, I feel like, especially now that I have switched my schedule, which Hunter hates for podcast recording. <laughs> it is a freaking nightmare. I don't know which camera is mine. I don't know either, but. <laughs> it is a freaking nightmare. Um, But I do feel like there was a point there before I switched my schedule, like, where I feel like we were getting too much of each other. I would agree. Yeah. I feel like it hadn't happened in a year. Mm -hmm. But that year mark, it started, I guess, to weigh. I don't think either of us really felt it, but it was about to happen. Yeah, like I could just. I could sense some annoyances that I wouldn't normally be annoyed with. Yeah. I guess. Same Z's. Every now and we then this I get talk last this week, tingle so this is not, where I'm like, yeah, this isn't new. This tingle where I'm like, Hunter's mad at me. <laughs> and I've never been mad at No, Erica. I know. Let's just go ahead and put it right there. It's more of like uh, my sister's in my bedroom. <laughs> That's the Well, and poor Hunty because he's got two redheaded work sisters. <laughs> But other than that, I do feel like it looks exactly the same. And for the most part, we really balance work and friend life pretty well. And I think that if it got to the point where we were getting on each other's nerves, we are both grown grown up enough to just be like, hey... And I, don't I love like, you, but you're getting on my nerves right now. <laughs> I don't feel like we ever had to do that because we both kind of sensed it in each other. And yeah. we just like space, gave each other space. Mm-hmm. But we still saw each other, but it was like we weren't texting each other. Yeah. I wasn't texting her with episode ideas every 30 seconds. Yeah. Or like sending you inspo pics that I found mm-hmm. or stuff like that every 30 seconds. I might talk to you about it at work. Yeah. But I would give that... There was not at work space. I would say, yeah, that was probably the biggest difference is that like it was like we chatted less outside of work because we were going to see each other anyways. Like we were going to get that time no matter what. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I would say I would agree with you. It's exactly the same on camera and off camera. I mean, we're a little different on camera because as soon as the cameras turn on, you inevitably like both of us inevitably are like we get. Oh, yeah. It's like mind your what? P's and Q's. Yeah. Or slash I will get nerves really bad and black out in the middle of interviews and not remember what I'm saying or talking about. And then <laughs> but that's that happens too. I think there's a question in here. It's like, oh, really? Uh, what have you learned about each other? And I would say that's something that I've learned about you is like I've learned when you are anxious or uh-huh. I've learned whenever you can't. Like, I'm looking at you, and I know that you're the next to ask Mm -hmm. a question, and you're, like, zoned straight into the person talking. 
I know that I just need to think of the next question or I need to mute and be like, hey, you good for your next question? Yeah. That's something that I've been doing recently when I notice it. Well. And then it kind of snaps you out of it and you're like, oh, yeah. Here's the other thing. And this is all shit in my head is like Hunter has a name for himself and like sometimes we're interviewing these people and I'm like he they probably like look down on us anyways which (laughs) but like uh, you're like a a dog size and I'm like an ant size you know what I mean (laughs) so like we were interviewing one person I won't say who it was and I just was like so nervous I think I messed up a couple of questions or I said something I did something and it was like I couldn't recover I could not recover in my own brain I was like I felt like I was naked in front of the whole class just like nervous which I hadn't felt in a long time but I was like oh god I feel like was it when the guest redirected the podcast yes oh okay I mean that was kind of a different situation it was, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, okay. In what ways has a podcast helped you become a better stylist? Mm. I would say that it's helped me because we always ask like tips. Mm-hmm. And we're asking yes for like the viewers as well. Mm-hmm. But bitch, I write every single one of those down. Yeah. <laughs> and I keep notes on mm-hmm. all of the things. So... I would say all of the tips and tricks that we've learned and I've implemented. Um, I mean, we had Hunter Donia on. Yeah. So he helped me a lot with like uh, automating the podcast or automating stuff for behind the chair, mm-hmm. uh, having like intake forms and things like that for new guests that are automated. Yeah. Um, learning how, how how to do that from him and then Nina Tulio came on so she mm-hmm. talked about pricing and how to price things correctly yeah so I've learned things that was a good one about that what about you I'm like I'm gonna take all of the guests away I know actually believe it or not my biggest growth has nothing to do with any of the guests and everything to do with myself <laughs> but I would say What's happening out One there? One moment, please. <laughs> it's a party in the living room. Are your eyebrows still on? In what ways has the podcast helped you become a better stylist? I would say for me, it's like kind of like accountability. (laughs) Because if I'm going to sit out here and be on a podcast about tips and tricks for a hairstylist, like I should probably get my shit together, you know, Um, and practice what I preach, which has been good for me because I don't know if it's good or bad, but sometimes like being accountable to someone other than myself is helpful for me, you know? Um, So it's helped me to, like, kind of get out of my own head and just make sure that I'm practicing what I preach, I would say. Mm -hmm. You know? I love that. Um, 
what are some things you've learned about each other during the process? I think you kind of touched a little bit, but. I would say, like, I can read your body language. Mm -hmm. Like, my favorite book. Like, (laughs) because I, not only do I sit and watch you for an hour a week, sometimes longer than that. Yeah. I edit you for an hour plus a week as well. So, like, I can see in the moment what you're, how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. Most of the time you tell me how you're feeling. Afterwards. (laughs) Yeah. And then I look at it from a different view and I'm like, yep, that's exactly, that's exactly the moment. Yeah. And you can see, I can see it happen. And so I've read, I can read your body language and it helps in the salon too, because I know when she's stressed out in the salon (laughs) and I know she's not going to say anything when she's stressed out. So I need, I know that I need to either ask her for help or send someone and I'm like, hey, Tara, will you go check on her? I think she needs a shampoo. <laughs> yes, that is true. I would say, because you do the editing most of the time. I mean, I've watched you and I'm trying to learn it. But for me, I would say I have just learned how to work so closely with someone who is very different from me. Because while we're very the same, in a lot of ways, we are also very different, which And when it comes to the way that we work and our brains operate, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and me, I'm a little more laid back on some shit like that. Whereas you are kind of a little more and everything in its place kind of. So I would think that like, it would be more annoying for you to try to have to learn how to work with me, (laughs) but like you have also never made me feel like, well, the way I do it is right and the way you do it is wrong. You know, so that's been good for me. I would say I've learned that I'm not stupid. <laughs> I just <laughs> operate a little bit differently. Yeah. You know, than you. And I have learned kind of, okay, I'm doing this for Hunter. That's what, like, I had all this list of shit in my head. I just wrote it down on paper so that you could feel like I did something. <laughs> <laughs> And for all this, here you go. Hang on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is the difference. This is the difference between me and Hunter. Hunter. Me. (laughs) Hunter. It's on the page with like a shopping list. Well, that's what we (laughs) needed for the episode. Okay. And then here's more stuff. Oh, I didn't even see the more stuff. Well, that's because it has nothing to do with the podcast. Well, it does, but not this episode. Um, you next. Okay. Um, what guest has had the biggest impact on you? Ooh. I I think I have mine if you want to You continue. say yours. Okay. I think the biggest impact for me was Jay Ladner. That's what I was going to say. Is it really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that episode the way that he like fills you with confidence mm-hmm. without even trying. Yeah. And it was like, okay, if this person can tell like if this person thinks this about us Mm -hmm. then we have to keep going yeah 
That's kind of how I felt about it. Well, and for me, I feel like I had such a great time at the show with them and everything. And, like, I think I told the story about how I thought I messed everything up. And Jay was just like, baby, it's okay. Like, I didn't even say I was sorry yet. He just, like, walked up to me and was like, everything's fine. Don't carry this with you for the rest of the weekend. And I was just like, okay, you know, (laughs) I won't. Um, But I was going to say him, too. Close second to Ben's episode because Ben is just so personable and, like, he is also very inspiring. But, I mean, it makes sense. They're all part of the same team, you know. But Jay's episode, I think, at the time for me and, like, looking back at the in the moment of recording the episode, that was definitely the most impactful on me. It was my favorite. Okay. Okay, so... Hunter, who is your least favorite guest that we've had? <sighs> Do you want me to tell the story? Mm. Is it the deleted episode that we're going to talk about or is it So, the- I would say let's talk about the episode that we deleted and then because the other one was a little bit of a scandal and that will be the scandal of this season. Okay. So, I can talk about the one that I deleted because I deleted it out of personal spite, I guess. I don't really know why I deleted it. But we had a guest on that we had Presley Poe on. And saying names. Yeah, I don't care. And the episode went well. Yeah. But what we didn't know was that there was drama. Yeah surrounding the post that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. We had no idea. Like we didn't want to talk about the drama. Yeah. Well, after the podcast happened, she did no promotion for it. Mm -mm. And I saw her in person. This is what made me delete it. And I like touched her on the elbow and Mm -hmm. I was like waved at her and she looked at me like she didn't know who I was. Mm hmm. And I was like, okay, I'm all done. Yeah. <laughs> that episode wasn't that great. It didn't have that many views. I'm going to delete it because mm-hmm. I just didn't feel good about having it up. Yeah. Um, And if you don't know, Presley was canceled for something um, that we're just not going to talk about. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Because this isn't the platform. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But she was canceled and we didn't know. And I stood on the side that said I should delete the episode. Yeah, so I did. Yeah, <laughs> well, that whole podcast, that whole episode, the all everything surrounding it was all weird. There was weird energy around it. The episode, yeah, it wasn't that great or terrible. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't you know what like I mean. Super impactful, but it was weird recording it because I felt like once we knew about the drama, I was like, oh, she thought. We were trying to talk about the drama and we were trying to, to steer not away from talk it. about that because there had been a little bit of controversy surrounding her and this said topic, mm-hmm. which had escalated into a thing that we did not know about yet. But we were trying to avoid the controversy to begin with and didn't even know about the drama. Right. We didn't know how deep it had, it had gotten. Right. And then... 
it was like she was just trying to defend herself on that topic, which we had not even really brought We didn't up, research. We didn't know. I don't blame her on that. Like, I really don't. Like, it is it, whatever. It it's just was my human least favorite. To stand up for yourself, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's just unfortunate that we disagreed with her. Yeah, and so we deleted the episode. Right. So I wouldn't say that she was my least favorite. However, it taught me a lesson that, like, not everyone is as friendly or, like, impacted by my presence as I was theirs, I guess. I guess not. So I was just like, okay, I'm all done with that one. Yeah. But that was that. That was that. Then the next one. Now, on to the most fun. The scandal. Go ahead. It wasn't even really a scandal. I know we're jokingly we we call it a scandal, but it was the two a big deal to us. I mean, I it was a big deal a to us. So okay, when was that? It was like my second or third episode. I want to say on the podcast, it might have even been your first episode on. No, we had an episode introducing you. I think so. Yeah. So it was her my second, second episode on second episode as a co- as a co host. And I was like, okay, my co-host is in studio. Mm-hmm. This, we're going to be able to do some dope guests. It's going to be great. We're going to have like ping pong off of each other on all these questions, which we did. Mm-hmm. We did a killer job yeah. on that episode. Um, Do we want to say who it was? Sure. I'll leave that up to you. You're the one with the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, firstly, I've had chocolate on my thumb for a long time. <laughs> so, this guest that we're talking about, Hunter may or may not say the name of, if you've watched us for any period of time, I feel like you'll be able to figure it out. But It is our most watched episode. Our most watched episode and also one that doesn't... It exists. It exists, yeah. Oh, the Patreon doesn't exist. The That's Patreon episode does not exist. So, we had this big, big name on... Who I will admit, I saw her like clips for her extension, like, Mm -hmm. you know, social media clips, you know, whatever, whatever. I knew she had a hair brand, all that good stuff. But I don't fangirl over hair celebrities. Mm -mm. Like, if I get the vibe that they think they're better than me, like, that's what makes me nervous. But like, you just being a good hairdresser doesn't make me like, it's not like Brad Pitt's in the room with me or something, mm-hmm. you know? So I didn't know who this person was, but they had had. <laughs> That's okay, because she didn't know your name yeah, either. Yeah, they had had um, apparently some personal drama in their life. And the other party, according to what I have heard, I still don't even really give two shits, <laughs> um, had spoken quite a bit about their side of the story on the internet, Right. So then Hunter's like, all right, I got this big name. She had this drama with so-and-so. I wonder if she'd be willing to tell us her side of the story. So we had just launched our Patreon. Or we were launching it, I think, with this episode or something. Mm -hmm. That's what it was. So we, ahead of time, asked them, you know, this is what we want to talk about, like, during the pod. But if you're willing... We would love we to We would your love side. to ha- hear your side of the story on our after pod. It's behind a paywall. It's not like a public domain or whatever. 
She agreed. She knew that we would be making money from this yeah. episode. She knew that it was being recorded. All of those things. She did it willingly. All of it. Mm-hmm. So we do it. We release the episode. The first day or two, it didn't have that much traction. But on the, the, the third day. <laughs> but on the as, third as day. many great things happen. <laughs> um, this shit blew up. And when I say blew up, I'm talking. What was it like? 300,000 views. Honey, I don't. On, no, it was on. It was when we were only on Spotify. We weren't recording it for YouTube yet. All I know, I know that our Patreon, I think it's a Patreon app or the one Patreon, of the, one of the apps. It's the highest spike. Yes. So we also had a plethora of people that subscribed to our to Patreon, the Patreon, which we have not been secretive of. This is the reason that we have these really nice mics. Yeah. It's the reason that we have these really nice cameras and this television. That exactly. All of the things that are in this room are because of this episode. Yeah. No secret of that. No. Um. But so when it like went when it blew up, this person messaged me and was like, hey, I need you to take that down. So-and-so, or somebody saw it, and it's not good. Something like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, no big deal. Because keep in mind, this was on the third day that it had blown up. I didn't even know that it had yet. Blown up, yeah. I think I, it was in the summer. I you was were out, out the yard, doing the yard work, yeah. Something like that. And my phone was inside, and I had no idea that the episode was blowing up. Come in, look at my phone, see the message. I was like, oh, yeah, sure. I went and deleted the episode off of the behind the paywall episode. I deleted that episode. No questions asked. Well, then I realized that there were about a thousand people that paid to see yeah. this episode and then couldn't see this episode. Mm. And so when they could not see the episode. They said some very not nice things. To me. Mean, mean things. Very mean, mean things. <laughs> and like, if I weren't strong mentally, it probably would have sent me on a spiral. That would have been the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, all right, sorry, Erica. I know that you only came on for one episode, but we got but to bye. go. <laughs> this is done. Um. No, it, well, it did make me nervous. Yeah. To post another episode. Yes. But, um, so anyway. So, okay, so that happens. People are saying mean things to Hunter. She tells him, please just take it down. I'll give you, I'll repay you for any money that you guys have lost or for canceled subscriptions. I'll pay you for it. I'm going to give you free classes, to, you know, tickets to my class if you take it down, da, da, da. None of that happened. And then three or four days later, there's a blog on YouTube. She made, she's talking a, about it. Yeah. So she made a YouTube video. She made a YouTube video and it was like a day in the life kind of thing. But then there's a whole eight minute spiel in her car where she's talking about uh, Hunter and Allison. Yeah. She called She Erica didn't even Allison. get my fucking name right. Like, you talked to us for two hours. Looked her in the face. Yeah. And you don't remember her name? 
It just was like. I told you that whole big thing about how we had a rep come in that thought that one of our other coworkers was you and gave this whole big spiel to her and she let him do it. Oh, yeah. And was like, "Um, okay, but I'm not Erica. Yeah. That bothers me so much. He went to every redhead in the salon and me last. Yeah. It bothers me so much when someone can't remember someone's name. It's just rude. I'm just a loser. I'm not worth remembering my name. Apparently, I guess that is so not know. true, though. But and that's why y'all it motherfuckers don't remember my name. Okay. Period. Anyways, so that was our big scandal story. I guess if you think about it a little bit, you can figure out who it is. Yeah. <sighs> it's not too hard to figure. It right. Out. Okay. Biggest lesson you've learned. Hmm. That. <laughs> Follower account does not mean that they have anything great to say. Valid. I think that is so valid. I feel like some of the guests I've got the most from, I mean, obviously I said Jay was my favorite episode, but I think that's just because his vibration is so high that it's Mm -hmm. like, it's like you're, you're not really having a conversation with Jay. You're like bathing in his warmth. You know what I mean? Like in his (laughs) glory of niceness. I want to make sure to send that clip to him. (laughs) I love you, Jay. Um, but some of my favorite guests that we've talked to are the ones with a little bit lower follow count, follower count who are maybe just more, I hate to say like your everyday stylist because we're talking. That's us. We're talking, well, that, but also we're talking to people who have done awesome things as regular stylists. You know, they're, they may not be, you know, I won't say what I'm thinking. I was gonna say, they may not be one shot award winners or anything like that, but say it. But call it out. I mean, it I am calling it, it out. It is. I just there is so much like it's funny now, seventeen years into this industry, eighteen years, however long I've been doing this, that like it's kind of like the veil has been pulled back, and I see just how like if you are not kissing the right booties in this business or pissing the wrong people off. Like some people make their following in this business and do damn well by calling people out. So Mm -hmm. good for them. Right. You got to do something. Cause if you aren't, if you aren't on the right teams, it's right teams. Mm -hmm. It's harder to get places and it used to be that I didn't really have that um, awareness. Like, I was just like, you work hard and you're going to get there. But it's not always true. The higher up you get, the more people with knives are ready to stab you in the back. Or, you know what I mean? Like, the just, the veil has been lifted, I would say, for me. And that's, I mean, that's the purpose of this is to kind of open the veil the sheer curtain, yeah, the gate that has been kept. Mm-hmm. We're trying to open it and let everybody see, yeah, the, the reality for what it is. Because we're learning with everyone that's listening. Like we, like you said, like we're yeah. learning all of this stuff as totally. we go. Like we are everyday hairstylists. Mm-hmm. I do get to do some pretty cool stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. But at the end of the day, 
the majority of my time is behind the chair mm-hmm. working with guests. Yes. In and the salon. Yeah, that's like, very true. I am an everyday hairstylist. Mm-hmm. I am not like some of the guests that we're having that only are in the salon one day a week, or maybe they're not in the salon at all. Mm-hmm. Or two days a month. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, Hunty, what is your vision for the next hundred episodes of this podcast? I think just building on the foundation that we have. Mm-hmm. I think we have a really strong foundation. We have a strong format. Mm-hmm. And we know the mission of the podcast yeah. together. So I think now that we have figured it out, mm-hmm. like we've, I wouldn't say it's perfect. I mean, we filmed an episode last week that we have to have to refilm because it didn't record on our cameras. Yeah. <laughs> but... Like, we're getting there, and we're doing something. Yeah. And so, I'm excited to keep doing something, mm-hmm. and, like, this will not be our only podcast trip, and we won't have to spend our own money next time. <laughs> yes. Manifestation. Manifestation. Okay, which leads me to the final thing, so I want you to take your little thing off your card. You're going to flip it over. We're going to get pens. And then we're each going to write something big we want to manifest for ourselves and for the podcast this year. Okay. Okay. And then I have this little selenite crystal, which apparently when you write down your manifestations and your goals, this magnifies it and pushes it higher out into the universe. So you got to write down what you want and you got to tell me about it and then you got to rub the crystal over it. Okay. 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 I don't know if this shit really works, but we're going to try it. Okay. Let me grab a pen. Okay. Hmm. Okay, I wrote mine down. Okay. Are you are you have you written yours down? Well, I got the podcast one, but I'm still struggling with for myself. Oh, am I supposed to write one for myself too? One for yourself and one for the podcast. Oh. Okay, you we'll just leave it podcast only. Oh. I was just gonna say I want a man for a boyfriend, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh, no, one of the cameras died, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, So I want to manifest that we will have podcast sponsors this year. Ooh, I like it. I want to manifest that we're going to have a hundred, I mean, a thousand subscribers on our YouTube. I want to manifest 10,000 subscribers because you get a plaque. And how okay, cool that can be, be next year's manifestation. But what if we do it this year? Okay, 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> Let me just put an extra zero on here. Listen, 10,000 of y'all. Y'all need to go tell your friends. You listen, honey. Right now, the universe could be saying, like, listen, buddy. They're going to be like, actually, we're going to award your audacity. You. We're going to award your audacity. That's what that's what our spirit guides are saying right now. I have all the audacity to say that we will have 10,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. 10,000 subscribers on our YouTube channel. Boom. And sponsorships. Podcast sponsorships. Boom. We will have them. All right. We witchy voodooed it. Hopefully it works. Listen, I might believe in it now after that psychic. After that psychic. I know. That's why I was like, let's get some more of that psychicness going for us this year. <laughs> or otherwise, we're going to go to New York and stand outside of CVS. <laughs> Period. Trying to find her. Greenwich Village. I will find you. Um... Is that all we have? I think that's it. I think we covered them all. Okay. Is there anything you feel like you want to say? 
I want to say thank you to everybody that's listened. Oh, thank There's not you. very many of them, but next year there will be 10,000. Next year there will be 10,000 on YouTube alone. So if you're watching this and you made it this far, please smash the like button and subscribe to our channel. Yeah, because 88% of you that are watching this episode right now. Oh, I'm smiling. at. We're looking at the wrong camera. Oh. Oh, no, we're not. That's the right one. Oh, 88% of you right now that are watching this are not subscribed. So make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Yep. If you want to follow us on our social media journeys, I'm at Hair X Hunter on all the things. And I'm Erica the Redhead on all the things. Our podcast is at Break Room Banter Pod on all the things. And if you want to have an additional way to sponsor. And if you want to have an additional way to support us. You can follow us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash breakroombanterpod. And remember, you always have a seat at our table. Bye. Bye. <laughs>